What is up, guys? It is Carly here, bringing you episode 31 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. As always, I am joined by the homie, JP, on the couch. Yo, yo. JP. On the couch. What's up? We're not actually on the couch. I'm in a computer chair. And I am in a kitchen chair. The illusion of podcasting. Yes. We used to be on a couch way back in the old days like 2014 yeah for like 24 i didn't know you in 2014 dude all right whatever it was like 2016 yeah. you know nothing about us <laughs> yes i do i swear it was like two episodes that we did on that couch no it, was we did like it wasn't six. even a couch it was a futon i miss doing those though because to me it was fun I, like when we did the like i don't know i have good memories of the films we did back then like anti-birth and shelly and um yeah we used to watch them together too yeah yeah i kind of miss doing that we might need to return to that yeah to keep netflix and chill alive yeah because we back yeah this is our second episode in a row but if you guys uh you know don't know with what's going on right now with the coronavirus and stuff like that you know it's kind of uh movie theaters are shut down and things so it's kind of hard to keep double hmp rolling weekly um you know it's it's just hard to find film and honestly it's hard like we like i like think about it we used to go see a movie at least once a week mm-hmm. now um we're home almost every day after work so we just ha- it feels like we have more time to watch movies so i i normally actually if there like i actually crave new stuff like i'm like come i, I can't wait for like shutter to drop something new or Netflix to drop something new just to have something new to watch, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've been kind of going through my old collection. Me too. Uh, but I'm just I have saying, a I have so of... much more time now. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I've been, it's been kind of nice because, like, even just this weekend, I've watched uh, several things more than I typically would because, for the most part, I'm at home. So um, it, it has been. It's been nice to actually have the time to watch moves. So I can't complain too much there. But yeah, so we are back talking about a Shudder movie today. Yeah, this is a Shudder original. Um, So it is not a Shudder exclusive. It's actually a Shudder original, which means that it was, I believe, either an in-house production or, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what Shudder original means, like that they... Mm -hmm partially produce it but i couldn't find any actual connection between them producing it and like it seemed like the production company was something else so um i was a little bit confused on that yeah i don't know what any of that means (laughs) well usually shutter original means um you know original it's an original production yeah well yeah like netflix be making their they make TV shows for the most part, Netflix original shows. So, yeah. But um, we have. I haven't even. I hadn't even really looked at Shutter too much lately. So, you telling me about this movie was kind of news to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is The Room, twenty nineteen. Not you to wanna... be confused with. Oh hi, Mark. Yeah. Oh crap! I missed the opportunity for the joke. I was going to say, what I was going to say, everybody, was, oh, no, I accidentally watched that room. 
And then it would have been funny because we would have watched two different rooms. Yeah. But it didn't. But yeah, um, so <laughs> the room 2019, uh, do you want to give a synapse on this? Uh, yeah, I could do that. So the room follows, should I read an IMDb synopsis? Okay. If you would like. Matt and Kate buy an isolated house. While moving, they discover a strange room that grants them an unlimited number of material wishes. But since Kate has had two miscarriages, what they miss the most is a child. I always feel what they miss the most. I was going to say that too. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? What they miss the most? What do you mean but, like, miss? What they yeah, want they... the most? <laughs> yeah, these are not... Like, who writes these things? <laughs> yeah, so this is what a lot of people would consider sort of a Twilight Zone-esque setup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a be careful what you wish for type plot, which I am a huge fan of. I love be careful what you wish for films, monkey paw films, um, you know, whatever you do comes back three times type films. I love that type of stuff. You know, it's... It, it, it's a valuable cautionary tale of not not to not be greedy and to not expect things to come to you easy. Um, and I have always thought that those were very cool. Now, this uh, couple is this a is this a foreign film? Ah, uh, wait, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think this was dubbed too, maybe. Wasn't wait? Wasn't like the wife? Didn't she have an accent and no one else did? Yeah. Oh no, it's English, but it's France and it's French and Belgium. Oh okay. Um, runs a hundred movies, a hundred minutes, hundred movies. Runs a hundred <laughs> minutes, which is a bit long. Um, I usually don't like that in my simpler films. Mm-hmm. Um, so 140 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Directed by Christian Vlockman, uh, who is a director with 10 credits, all of which are mostly shorts. And then it it was written... Now, this, this is where it gets a little crazy. Um, it was written by... It has some weird... It has very weird <laughs> writing credits, so... Christian Vlockman had the screenplay and the original idea production credit. And then Vincent Ravalek had participation. Gia Guasti had participation. Eric Forrester had screenplay, dialogue, adaptation. And Sabrina Karen had collaboration. Oh, what? What is the difference between collaboration and participation? I yeah collab. I guess collaboration <laughs> I, is more like oh. I feel like collaborating. Yeah, I feel like collaborating means you did stuff, and then participation is like you kind of just stood in the background or something. That's what I. I feel picture. like it might be like you gave them an idea, like oh, yeah. you should wish for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like the one guy raising his hand, saying like, "Oh, I've yeah, okay." Yeah, but either who way. knows? So, um, yeah, it starts out kind of cool enough you know um they find this room that's all like looks like a 1950s time travel mad scientist setup type room 
um, <laughs> like mm. just seems like some kind of experiment out of like the 1950s or something. Um, and they basically, you know, are like, what the heck is this? The guy's in the room and he's out, he's drink, drinking his alcohol and he's all like, Hey, I'm out of alcohol. Damn. I wish I had more alcohol. And then a <laughs> bottle of alcohol appears on the floor and he's like, what the hell? And then he tries to do some other wishes. So he wishes for a couple of Van Gogh paintings, um, you know, a couple of different things. And then his wife comes up in the morning and she's like, where the hell did you get all this stuff? And he's like, he's like, what do you want? And she's like, I wish I had a thousand dollars. And then they find a thousand dollars and they're like, next thing you know, montage. Yeah. Which, um, did you enjoy that? (laughs) The montage, yeah, I thought it was cool. It had the uh, what? What did it have? It had some mu- um, popular music, like the uh, um, popular song that was playing. Don't remember, but I'm just going to lie. I thought it was a little bit cringe. The 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 wait. You thought what was cringe? The montage of them like showering themselves in money and like being pretending to be like doing ream service and dressing up and dress i don't know it's just like the whole especially the money thing it's like you're just gonna this is what you wanted to do your whole life is shower yourself in money because if i had a million dollars which i mean you learn later there's like stipulations but i'd be running out and buying like all types of stuff i wouldn't be just sitting in my house like yeah look at all my money and then they have it all over the floor and see i picture myself doing this exact thing Really? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I'd be like, yeah, I would totally do all that stuff. Like, cause you're just experimenting with it and having fun. Like, you, if you can get anything, I'd be like, okay, let me get this. Let me get this. Oh, let me get a, you know, cart or something, and just like mess around and have fun and like, you know. I guess maybe I'm just greedy, but um, I don't know. The way it was like, it was just like weird, kind of goofy in a way to me. Very like. I mean, I guess I, that was the point. It's, but. Yeah, it's a little bit. I can see what you're saying, but no, I, I mean, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I was, I was with the movie the entire time. Um, and then what happens? Um, they, so uh, we, we're kind of find out a few things at once. Like for one, um, the dude like goes to like pay for something outside and he reaches in his pocket and it's all dust. So he does a little experiment and he finds out that, if you take things out of the house, it ages rapidly. So, you know, it'll age money into like 10,000 years old to where it turns into dust in a matter of like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't know that's what it was doing at first was aging. I thought it was like just destroying. Yeah, me too. Um, Cause the effect didn't make it look like it was aging. So uh, they do talk eventually about try because once you know before they find out that things turn to dust, uh, he's like, you know, we have everything we could possibly want. Why don't we, you know, try to have a baby again? And the woman is very emotionally taken back by this because she has she mentions they tried before and she had two miscarriages, very traumatic to her. You could tell that it really bugged her. Mm-hmm. And he is like, yeah, but the doctor said we're completely fine. We can have babies. It's just very unlucky coincidence or whatever. Um, but she's like, I don't even want to try again. So he's like, okay, whatever. 
And then when he comes back home, she wished for a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's about where the movie sort of loses me a little bit, where I, I didn't like where it went. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's like I would never wish for a kid. I just think that's a bad idea immediately, even if I didn't know that things turn to dust when you take them outside. But um, I, I was kind of with it because I thought it was kind of like a creepy concept. They just have this baby that they didn't obviously make themselves and it's a figment of their imagination and the dad obviously knows that and the mom it's kind of going crazy i didn't really care for how the mom's like super overreacting and like screaming and like she's like telling the dad to just leave or something and i I thought that was that got kind of annoying but it was i don't know i don't know i didn't mind it but i didn't love it um I like the concept of the kids. She's trying. He he grows up by accident, pretty much, and then she's trying to tell him, "Oh, you can't go outside because you're sick." That's like the boy in the plastic bubble type of thing, and I kind of like that concept. But overall, this movie to me was just kind of generic. I mean, it was it it did. I will say it like going that way was different than what I thought, because at the start of the film, I assumed it was another haunted house movie, especially, I kind of mentioned to you, there's that scene, that stereotypical scene where a guy's, like, helping them out, and he's like, oh, you bought that house, and he's like, I can't believe someone bought that house with what happened, and then dude's like, what happened, and he's like, oh, everyone was, like, killed there, and blah, 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 so um, I I assumed it was going to be, like, that type of movie, but then it turned into this, but... Uh, I was kind of, I, I thought it was a little better than I was going to think. And it's probably because you set me up. So I that's set my, you up how? Uh, you told me it was, let's see. You said it was slow. It was boring. It was uh, very hard to comprehend. And it wasn't that good. I was only joking. Yes. But, so well, you set I, me up. About the hard to understand thing. Well, yeah. Because I know that you... That's your favorite. Um, no. But no, so I don't know. I, th- I To me, I was on board. Then I quickly got off board. Um, there is some other exposition given from uh, the last person who lived in the house. And you get to learn a little bit more about the room. I was, I thought the room aspect of it was very fascinating. Once the kid was introduced and it became like this family drama about this kid's life, I completely lost interest like the the attachment to this child that she wished upon i thought was very unrealistic i thought i thought it was just um i guess i could see her having the attachment because she has made it up in her head that this is her kid and she wanted a child so bad even though she didn't like birth this child um it's like this is her only world now and she loves him and she just doesn't accept the fact that he's imagination so i could kind of buy it but it's like from the start it was just stupid a dumb idea like i would never if that was me i wouldn't no matter how much i wanted a kid i would not wish for one yeah uh, just adopt it's just so one creepy. dumbass yeah it's like you're gonna wish for like how is that not a creepy concept to you to have this baby just appear in your life and it's like where'd it come from like no one birthday. It's just yeah. It's like what fake. was your plan? Like you're gonna be like before she knew that it couldn't go outside. Yeah. Your plan is gonna be like, oh, I found this baby, 
can I have it? Like, it's going to need a birth certificate eventually, social security card. You're going to have to roll it in school and stuff. Like, it's just stupid. I don't know. I just thought it was dumb. Yeah, so to me, it's like, I can understand her getting attached to it after the fact, but the concept to begin with was just stupid. And it is annoying that she pretty much loves him more than her husband and the husband's actually smart and he knows like this kid is a big pile of bullshit pretty much so that gets a little bit annoying um i thought the ending was kind of creepy in a way but like yeah with when the kid gets old and then like uh you know you think they like i think how'd it go it's been a few days but i think they think they got rid of him but it's like he does that thing where he like changes his appearance. I thought it was kind of creepy, but um, yeah, I don't know. And then the very ending wasn't creepy, but it was weird. And uh, it was just weird. That is my thoughts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was just weird. I don't know. I can. I just wanted it to be something else. I didn't think it was awful, but yeah, I, I didn't, I was, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I wanted to, to be something else. I think I was kind of okay when the kid was introduced because I thought what they were doing at the start was like really stupid. How they're, how I already mentioned that just the montages of them being like, oh, look at all this crap we have. So I was kind of glad that it did take on a solid plot from there with that. I didn't mind it too much. So, yes, I don't really know what else to say on this film. No? No. Um, I think that there's some places that it could have went with, like, the, you know, wishing of things that could have been a little bit more fun than, I don't know, it just felt kind of generic, like, like the... It didn't seem to be creative in its storytelling for the concept. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, whenever you have this sort of room that it could have, you could have done some really cool stuff with the wishes and things like that. And it ended up being just like a drama. I mean, you could have replaced this wished kid to an adopted kid that's evil or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's so basic. Like I didn't, what, what is the point? What, what? I don't know, dude. It's just, I don't know. I, I, the more that I talk about it, the more that I really didn't care for it. Yeah. I feel you. I, like, I, it's hard for me to even say. I just think it's generic is the best way to call it. Cause I didn't think it was too bad, but I didn't, I wasn't in love with it or thought it was anything spectacular. It was all concepts that have been done before, just kind of spewed together in a movie. Like, the concept of kid not being able to go outside because he's sick has been done before. And then the concept of be careful what you wish for has obviously been done before. Haunted house, whatever. Just all all that stuff. And they kind of try to mix it all together. And this is what you get. The room. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I have on it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, with that said, I guess we can go into ratings. This is an even shorter episode than the last one. <laughs> Really? Yeah, we're like maybe 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't seem like we talked longer, but all right. So shall I give my rating? Yeah. All right. Um, 
Yeah, initially, like I said, I don't think it's that bad of a film. I've definitely seen much, much worse. Um, It's not something that I would say you have to run out and watch, but I didn't think it was too bad. I I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, Yeah, I did too. I gave it a 6 out of 10 too. Mm. Um. I feel like I should give it a five, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you disliked it a little bit more upon talking about it. I'll change my rating from a six to a five. All right. It's super average. Yes. All right. With that said, go ahead. All right, guys. Thank you once again for joining us for the good old Netflix and chill horror podcast. Again, we back. We back. <laughs> and that'll do it. Uh, see you guys later. Peace.